welcome to the Brand Master Podcast, show specialized in helping branding professionals and entrepreneurs to build brands using strategy, psychology, and creative thinking. This episode originally aired on the Brand Master Academy YouTube channel, which you can find by searching Brand Master Academy on YouTube. What's up brand builders, Stephen Hurrahan here at brandmasteracademy.com and in this video you're going to learn how to get paid for brand strategy so you can raise your expert profile as a brand specialist, increase your fees and of course your revenue. Now when I began charging for brand strategy I was fumbling around in the dark a bit, I didn't really know what I was doing, I didn't have any structure, I didn't know if I should charge a flat fee or an ongoing fee, I didn't know if I should be charging a retainer or if this should come as part of an overall package. I really didn't know how to go about charging for strategy and it really took me a while to get into the flow of things and a lot of it was got to do with trial and error. I tried out some things, they didn't work. I tried out other things and they did work and over time I built my own system as to how I charged for brand strategy and I want to dive into the different ways that you can charge for brand strategy but before I do I just want to frame the scenario a little bit. Now if you want to charge for brand strategy as a brand strategist then essentially you want to be paid for your thinking and if that's what you want then it's all about your positioning, how you position yourself in the market, how you speak with your clients, the copy that you put on your website. You really need to separate your execution services and your labor from your thinking. Now, if you've been building brands up until this point, whether as a designer or a copywriter, well then you are getting paid for your execution skills or your labor. And going forward, as you develop strategies, as you charge for brand strategy, you'll be asking your clients to pay you for your thinking. So it's really, really critical to separate those two and understand the difference between the two. And you really need to rise above that execution and start to look at yourself in a different way. As a strategist, you're looking at the entire scenario, including what the business does, the challenges that it has, and you're mapping out a plan for that business, for that brand to grow. And then of course, there are execution services involved with bringing that brand to life. But before you get to that part, the thinking is the critical part. So you really need to step back from your previous role as an executioner, whether that's a designer or a copywriter, and look at the broader uh, spectrum, look at the broader picture in your role as a brand strategist and that's how you'll be separated in the eyes of your audience in the eyes of your prospects from being just a laborer for hire to a strategic thinker so coming back to the original question how do you get paid for brand strategy well it all comes down to structure and there are five different ways that you can structure how you get paid for that strategy and that's what we're going to dive into right now. Number one, diagnosis. Now I like to use the analogy of a mechanic because we can all relate. We've all got cars and we all take them into our mechanic and for the most part most of us don't know what we're talking about and we rely on them. Now if you heard a noise coming from your car and you assumed that you knew what was wrong with it, let's say you thought it was a fan belt and you sent that into your mechanic and you told him to go and fix that fan belt and he fixed that fan belt and you got your car back and driving down the road the engine blew up now who would you blame in that scenario well of course you would blame the mechanic because you you sent your car in to get fixed and then it blew up halfway down the road but you told that mechanic what was wrong with your car essentially you self-diagnosed your car and that's what he did he went and fixed that 
But what a mechanic actually does, he takes the time to look under the hood of your car and understand what is going on. He diagnoses the problem long before he ever starts to work on fixing that problem. So diagnosis needs to be part of your strategic services because you need to understand the problem before you go ahead and start providing a solution. So you need to itemize that diagnosis. Now you can do this through a flat fee and you can also use a marketing strategy here to provide this fee as a lead loss. Now what does that mean? What's a lead loss? Well, you could provide that at a very, very low cost to get them in the door and to get them working with you. And a, a great example of this now, probably showing my age here, but back in the 80s, they used to sell the these different collections and you know you, you might have a collection of you know dinosaurs or a collection of football series, whatever it was. My example that I look back on was the 1990 Italia World Cup. And essentially there was a collection coming out every single week during that series. And the very first edition was 99 pence. Now this came with a beautiful folder. It was well presented and you could tell that it was worth a hell of a lot more than 99 cents. But what they did was they got you in the door. The following releases were a lot more expensive. There was something like 2.99 each and in total there was around about 20 of them. Now, if they were 2.99 up front, I probably wouldn't have bought one. I probably wouldn't have been able to convince my parents to buy one for me, but because it was 99 pence, I did. And that led me into buying every single one after. So that's what you can do with your diagnosis. You can drop the price on that diagnosis and use it as a lead loss to get those clients th through, to get those initial prospects through. And if you do a good job in this diagnosis phase, well then they will be compelled to continue on paying for your next level of service. Number two, strategy. Now this is where the strategic brand is born and where the bulk of your revenue as a strategist is made. Now, what you're providing for your client here is not something that they're going to get from a logo designer or a brand designer. This is your bread and butter as a strategist. And what you want to do here is to map out that plan for them. You want to really dig out who that audience is to understand the market conditions, the competitors, and then you want to plan out a position for that brand. You really want to position that brand effectively so it looks compelling to that audience and that leads into then developing out a personality, a human brand persona, a messaging framework, a story framework and what you're providing to your client here is a strategy and a plan for them to go out and communicate their brand in the marketplace. Now this might also include a marketing plan in terms of where that audience is and how the brand is going to engage that audience but whether you provide just the brand plan or the brand and the marketing plan you can charge a flat fee and the flat fee is what you should be charging at this stage. So work out what it is that you're providing, the value of what you're providing and then work out the flat fee that you're going to charge your prospects. Number three, brand asset deliverables. Now if you're providing branding service before this and you weren't including strategy then this is probably where you were earning the bulk of your revenue so you might have been providing designs or you might have been providing copywriting services but this is something that you can continue to earn revenue on as a brand strategist and you can continue to provide those services but I would suggest that over time the more you delve into strategy and the more you go down the strategic consultancy role the more you take a step back from those execution roles. Now, this is where you can bring people in to help you. You can outsource this work, you can bring in partners, but the more you go down the road of strategy and the more that your 
you're consulting with clients on their strategy, the more you should be taking your hands off those execution services and bringing people in to help you with those. But when you're starting out with strategy, certainly this is what I did. I continued to provide the services that I could provide and where I needed help or where I thought my time was better served elsewhere, I brought somebody in to help me. But this is certainly an area that you can continue to generate revenue through your strategies. Number four, marketing execution. Now, if you do take the time to put together a marketing plan for your client and you lay out where they should be going, whether it's Facebook ads or SEO or content marketing, whatever it is, whatever plan you have mapped out, you don't necessarily need to provide those execution services. You don't need to be a Facebook expert. You don't need to be an SEO expert or a content writer. You have just mapped out the plan and provided them with a direction that they need to go with their brand. But you can, of course, partner up with somebody. You can bring somebody in to help you and continue to provide those services for your clients. It's certainly an extra revenue stream for your business. But again, you really need to think about the big picture of your own brand and your own positioning and what services that you want to provide long term if you do want to get involved in those marketing execution services of course it's going to provide a really valuable revenue stream for you but it might dilute your speciality so you really need to think about your own positioning there and number five consultancy now when you provide a brand strategy to your client you're effectively giving them a tool to be able to manage their brand ongoing whether that's through social posts or content marketing or seo whatever it is that they're doing they have a guide now and a plan that they they know what their tone of voice is for their brand. They know the language they should use, the stories they should tell, the messages they should send out. They know their position in the market, but they might not want to manage their brand ongoing, they, or they might need somebody to hold their hand along the way, and that's where you can come in as a consultant. You can set up a weekly meeting, a monthly meeting, and sit down with them and look at what they're doing with their brand, and they will pay you for your thinking. So it's really important here that you distinguish this as a separate line item or discuss this early on that these are services that you offer ongoing so they feel that you are there in the background and you will be there to help them once you pass over those deliverables to them but it is a way to really bring in extra revenue ongoing and it can be very profitable as well if you go through quite a few clients and provide a, a lot of brand strategies for your clients and you tee up these weekly or monthly calls for this recurring revenue then it can be very very profitable these calls calls might take you an hour or two hours but the rates that you can charge for those calls are very very high so really think about how you would set those consultancy services up and how you would talk to your clients about those consultancy services early on now if you do want to go down the road of brand strategy and you do want to start charging for your thinking then it's really important that your prospects see you differently so that all comes down to your positioning in the marketplace how you position yourself in the marketplace how you have conversations with your clients what you put on your website but before you even get to that point, it's important that you start to look at yourself differently. So this is a psychological shift that you need to have in terms of how you present yourself out there, how you look at yourself in the marketplace and shift from looking at yourself as an executioner to a thinker, somebody who will get paid for their thinking, for their strategies that they develop. And I found that a very good way to do this, to help you with this psychological shift is to start looking at the services that you provide 
on the whole and start asking yourself as a business owner, how much of these services going to cost my business if I was to do none of these services? So if I was to bring in a designer, if I was to bring in a developer, if I was to bring in a copywriter, if I was to bring in a strategist, how much would these individual services cost me to my business? And then you can separate those individual roles. So it's really important that you separate the individual roles so you can start to look at yourself as a strategist and not an executioner. And that psychological shift will be really, really important in how you portray yourself to your clients and then ultimately how they see you. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to learn more brand strategy techniques to level up your skills, make sure you check out brandmasteracademy.com. There's plenty of free resources and premium content for you to download and get you going. If you'd like to join our Facebook group full of like-minded brand strategists, all learning from each other, then find us by searching for the Brand Strategy Community, where you can find exclusive content for members as well. If you enjoyed this content, please be sure to give us an honest review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listened. And make sure you tune in for the next episode of the Brand Master Podcast.